Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast. Ring the bells that still can ring. Thank you, my dear. You are absolutely right. I am William Clear. This is Pop Talk and Aliens, and it is a podcast, and it is good to hear you uh, in a better mood than you were our last episode. If you heard our last episode or saw it on YouTube or whatever, uh, she was in a bit of a bad mood, so she was sitting in the place that she sits when she does the intro and uh, talking about Hitler and calling Charlie Crabtree and I macho shitheads, uh, things of that nature. She was very depressed. There's, you know, it's been almost a year with this coronavirus. It's been almost a year since the election and, and, we're, and we're still talking about that. But we're talking about something better today, and that is aliens. Aliens, aliens, aliens. And I look, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. Well, first of all, let me say something I've said before, and I'm going to say again. And that is that Pop Talk and Aliens is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook and try it out for 30 days. Try out the app. Try out an audiobook 30 days on the house by going to audibletrial.com slash poptalk and aliens. That's audibletrial.com slash poptalk and aliens. Get a free audiobook. Check it out for 30 days. Audible has a couple hundred thousand titles at this point. They have original material. Audiobooks just keep getting better and better and better because of Audible. And there are a ton to choose from anything, anything you want from, from meditation, self-hypnosis to uh, the most grisly of uh, horror novels that you could ever hope to imagine or not hope to imagine. They've got it all and everything in between. And uh, later on, I'll, I'll make a recommendation of a book that I think you should you should check out. But for now, let's talk about aliens. Now, again, this is what I was going to say that I've said before and we'll say again, just like the Audible thing. When I started the show in 2015, if you wanted news about aliens, you had to be like watching the Billings, Montana, 11 o'clock news local with like, you know, no set and, and just a horrible production value. You were not going to get UFOs or aliens, or anything like that from any sort of major news outlet. And that was always a debunker favorite. Well, if there's so many uh, UFOs and aliens, how come you never see them on the national news? Well, guess what? They're on the national news every five fucking minutes now. I mean, I've talked about Tucker Carlson and how he can't stop talking about UFOs on, on Fox. And forget about his politics, whatever. whatever. Who gives a shit about his politics? He, he talks about UFOs on national news. But now... We've got the New York Times releasing, uh, the, you know, the documents about uh, the the uh, footage of the UFOs that the Navy saw, the whole uh, unidentified aerial task force. We got Space Force coming out, you know, talking about how they're uh, going to protect national security interests. We've got information that the Pentagon won't release because they say it's a, 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 a could cause grave danger to national security. You got this guy advising Congress and advising the Department of Defense who comes out and says, yeah, we got alien craft. We got shit not from this world. And now, and now, you get this guy. The former Israeli space security chief, whose name is Haim Ashed, has told uh, an Israel newspaper that I, I cannot pronounce without insulting everyone. So just, uh, you know, it's a Jerusalem... Uh, newspaper and then uh or originally it was it was this uh hebrew only newspaper and then it was uh, translated by the jerusalem post and what this guy said 
is uh, that there are aliens, that they're here and uh, that we know about them, that Donald Trump himself knows about them, that they are looking to uh, understand the fabric of the universe. And not only that, but that they have signed a deal, a deal with, uh, with us, the human beings, that uh, they will get to experiment and uh, explore the human race and the earth and so forth. Uh, and it doesn't say in the article what that's in exchange for, like what, what they get out of it, other than understanding the fabric of the universe, which I don't, we can't, we're not, we don't understand shit. We can't even fucking goddamn cure a virus. It's killing the whole world. We can't even deal with that. We're going to understand the fabric of the universe. So that can't be our part of the bargain. But this is a thing that goes back decades and decades and decades. This idea of a contract signed between aliens and human beings that allows them to, as the original story goes, they get to do all their experiments and stuff, as uh, is currently said. And in exchange, we get their their alien technology. So originally, you know, we got stuff to build our stealth bombers and everything. And that's why, uh, you know, in, in, in the 50s and, and we saw this explosion of, of military technology. And it's why a lot of people think the acceleration of our technology over the last 60, 70 years has been what it is. You know, the fact that we, you know, right now I have sitting right next to me a a rectangular device that is five inches tall and, you know, whatever size it is, it's, I'm obviously referring to an iPhone or any smartphone and contained within this tiny little thing is basically all the information in the world plus games and all the music, all the music, the pictures that I want. It's got a camera in it. Uh, I can communicate with my friends. I can, I can read the news. I, I can get the weather. It talks. I can talk to it. I can tell it what to do. I, I can watch porn on it. Anything, anything you want. I can watch TV. It's funny that I would go think of porn before I would think of something like YouTube, you know, uh, make of that what you will. I don't care. Anyway, back on topic. So that is something that a lot of people say, well, uh, you know, it's, it's, Curious that our technology has accelerated to the point where we have that. Uh, so that, you know, maybe that's from aliens. Maybe that's alien technology. They certainly didn't give us any medicine. Because if they gave us medicine, we wouldn't have to deal with coronavirus all the time. I, I, and everything in between. There's also a new disease, by the way. Do you hear about this in India? It's, it's killing people like a motherfucker. It's, it's contained, they say. But... I, I'm just saying if maybe these aliens just want to fucking kill us. How about that? What do you think of that? Maybe they're not really here to help. I mean, all these things are going on and I, they're not lending a hand, but the, you know, they're, they're doing experiments on us. You want to experiment on a fucking a cure for some of this shit. Anyway, sorry. I don't mean to get, I just, I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the virus. I'm tired of it. Anyway, back to uh, the aliens. So this guy, this uh, Haim Ashed also says that not only are aliens here and cooperating with us, but they also have a base underground on Mars. 
And not only that, but there are humans there in the, the, the Mars base, American astronauts to be specific, uh, who are hanging out with the aliens. I don't know what they're doing up there, but they're hanging out. They got an underground base, which uh, it echoes the, the idea that we have a, an underground base here in, in New Mexico in that, uh, that they had a big battle in. 1979 check out that podcast it's the most downloaded episode of this thing ever people love that story and and now this guy is saying and he's again he's the former space security chief and he was he was the space security chief for 30 years i don't know if that's what his title was for 30 years but he was he was a high up in the israeli government for 30 fucking years very well respected very well respected. They asked him why uh, he didn't, you know, come out with the sooner. And I, I believe he said, I can't find the exact quote, but he said something about how he would be, uh, he would have been taken to a mental hospital. But you know, now he's eighty-seven, and it's okay for him to say it now. Let me tell you something. If I knew for sure that there were aliens, and I, I could confirm it, and I knew that all the the presidents and shit knew about it, I I would say it right now. I, I don't care about the mental hospital. First of all, it, not the first time. Wouldn't be the first time. Second of all, uh, I, I think that the the, uh, the benefit to humanity would be greater than my personal cost of having to sit in a fucking hospital in a, in a white gown, like doing puzzles and stuff. I, I just don't think it's, I think it's worth it. I will sacrifice my amenities and my, you know, hanging out at my house, doing podcasts, so that all of humanity can know that we're not alone. Especially when you think about something like Ronald Reagan's uh, famous speech uh, to the UN, where he talked about, you know, how how quickly we would come together as 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 a species if we were faced with an alien threat. You know, how how quickly our differences would vanish. And we would realize the common bond that we have if we are under attack by an alien threat. Now, I'm not saying that this is an alien threat. If these aliens are real that these guys are talking about. Obviously, we get along to some point if if they have an agreement with us. And, and we got, you know, we're, we're time sharing a fucking underground base on Mars with them. Obviously, then they don't have a lot of animosity to us unless they're giving us coronavirus but, you know, so according to the story, no, it's cool. Now, the reason that Trump has not said anything about it, because apparently Trump was going to spill the beans. And the reason he hasn't said anything about it is because the aliens who uh, Haim Ashed refers to as the Galactic Federation have said, uh, no, please don't tell, tell them about us. They're not ready for it yet. It'll cause mass hysteria. They don't understand space and spaceships yet. Well, first of all, we understand space and especially spaceships just fine. I understand spaceships like a motherfucker. We could talk about the Millennium Falcon and stuff all day. People understand spaceships. They understand space to the degree of, you know, to whatever degree we're ever going to understand space within the next several decades. And we, we don't, what are we waiting for is what I'm saying. What are they waiting for? And, 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 and as for Trump, you know, whatever you think of him is, is irrelevant. It's hard for me to believe that, especially at this point, 
because I am recording this in December of 2020. And, uh, you know, Trump is in a place mentally that uh, I don't know is 100% stable. And I don't know that it's uh, a place where he wouldn't necessarily just decide to say, you know what, you motherfuckers, all this election counting and stuff. Guess what I know? I know that there's aliens. And you know what else? I'm not going to tell you anything more than that until you uh, make me president again. I, I, so I can imagine him using that tactic. All I'm saying is that I, it's, it's hard for me to accept the idea of mums the word when it comes to that guy. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, I, if, if you're sitting in there in the Oval Office and there's a bunch of fucking creepy grays, I, maybe even him or any other president, any other person in charge is going to be like, sure, okay, Galactic Federation. Because, you know, there may have been threats. This guy didn't specify that. But he did say that we have a deal and supposedly he, he did not say when this deal was made. But if you go back through the history of UFOs, the deal was supposedly signed. I, I keep saying signed. I don't know if, if the aliens actually put pen to paper. I just know that it was agreed upon so i mean so called so some say that it was it was agreed upon um and that happened uh, again in the, it, shortly after roswell it was in the 50s that uh, supposedly harry truman put together a group called the majestic 12 and the majestic 12 were blue ribbon the the upper crust of uh of Politicians of, you know, insiders, inside baseball, guys from Washington, scientists, things like that. Uh, the Secretary of Defense, James Forrestal, set up this uh, Majestic 12. And it was headed by uh, Vannevar Bush of, yes, the Bushes, uh, one of the many Bushes, who was, uh, he was uh, in charge of, he was one of the people in the Manhattan Project. He, uh, was a creator of this thing called the Memex machine. Have you ever heard of that? It's like a, it's like an early computer of its, of its day. But the story is, is that these Majestic 12 guys sat down with the aliens and they, they hashed it out, you know, who got what. They got to experiment and, and do their thing and maybe cattle mutilations within that, abductions. And we got all their technology. We started building uh, B-2 bombers and stuff like that. And then... Here comes JFK, and he is going to blow the lid off this fucking thing, so they blew the lid off of him. That is the story. That's the, that's the, that's the, the Majestic 12 in a nutshell. There's a lot of controversy, and, and did they really exist? Um, many UFO researchers have, over the years, presented documents to Congress, to, to, to senators, saying, look, these are legitimate uh, documents that we've recovered. You can tell by the typeface, you can tell by the stamp, you can tell by every single the type of paper, all that kind of stuff, that, that these are legitimate military documents that, that, that show that there was a Majestic 12, and then those get debunked, and then more come out, and then those get debunked. Famously, there was, uh, they were debating the Majestic 12 documents, and, and, and uh, the recently deceased, uh, deceased, I let him rest in peace, Stanton Friedman, was... Uh, had a bet 
with uh, this guy Philip. Uh, what the fuck? Philip Class was his name. I think his name was Philip. And he was a debunker. He was a famous debunker. And he's always he's always offering money for shit, right? You know, bring me a dead alien, I'll give you a million dollars, that kind of thing. And and he made a bet with Stanton Friedman that he'd give him, I think it was like a hundred dollars for every document that he could produce that had the same typeface and paper type and everything as the so-called Majestic 12 documents. So in other words, Stan Friedman, if he finds real bona fide military documents that have all of the characteristics of his Majestic 12 documents, then he'll get a hundred bucks for them. So he produces them and class gives him the money and Stan Friedman never even cashes the check. He just frames it, puts it up. I think he, uh, put it in like a, a newspaper it was on like his website and stuff like that or something because he, he had proven that uh, these documents at least matched military documents. It doesn't necessarily make them real, but they matched in, in terms of all their, their uh, characteristics. So there was that, but then also people were accusing Stanton Friedman of making these things is in that he was so familiar with how these military documents worked and he had been a top secret, he had had top secret clearance uh, throughout his career and stuff like that. So they said he was just faking them so that he could run around saying that there was this uh, Majestic 12. So the, the jury will always be out on the Majestic 12. But one other thing that is interesting about it is that the Secretary of Defense, James Forrestal, who was supposedly set to put this thing together, uh, magically fell out of a window in a uh, in a mental hospital, so like he got he got uh, the, the story is is that he was so upset that this was being kept from the people that he kept threatening to go public. So they uh, somehow they got him in a mental hospital, and because that's like I guess you go to a mental hospital if you want to make it public about aliens, because that's what the Israeli guy said too. So James Forrestal uh, gets thrown in a mental hospital for depression, and he jumps out the window. Now, you know I was kind of kidding earlier about being in mental hospitals, kind of. But I can tell you this, uh, they don't, and, and I don't think you really need to have gone to one to know this, they don't just like leave windows open in a mental hospital. So that story has always been very suspect. Why James Forrestal jumped, quote unquote, out of a window, an open window in a mental hospital where he was residing for depression. So there's that about the Majestic 12. But then it also becomes a question of, is the Majestic 12 even relevant now? I mean, we have, the Pentagon has is saying now, that yes, we, we have people that are exploring the, the idea of these UFOs, the, the technology, you know, we've, we've, we've got people on the case, uh, definitely official. There was Project Blue Book all those years, and then supposedly it went away but it never did it just continued in different forms and now it is <clears throat> excuse me it is uh it is what it is now which is the unidentified aerial threat protection task force uaptf is that right i think so yes unidentified aerial phenomenon protection task force this yes so that would have been uh the majestic 12 of today basically so the idea of Majestic 12 becomes A, more and more plausible now, and B, kind of less and less relevant. 
Because like I've been threatening to do a Majestic 12 podcast for like two years now. But stuff always keeps coming up, so it's never I could never really get around to that story because it would probably be like a two-part episode and everything. But now it's like, it's, who cares even? It's like we've got that stuff going on right now right under our noses, and, and they even tell you what the name is. So, you know, poor JFK, who got killed not for any of the reasons that we thought he did, but only because he was going to blow the lid off of this whole uh, Majestic 12 thing. Look at, look, look at now. It's not even a secret. You got Israeli... Uh, science chiefs, 87 years old, deathbed confession. What is with the fucking deathbed confession thing, though, too? That's the other thing. This guy, you know, like I said earlier, he was. He, he said, well, I didn't want to do it earlier because they would have thought I was crazy and put me in a mental hospital or whatever. But it's like, so, so you do it now when you're, when you're just about to die. It's like the guy that we have on this show all the time. I mean, we don't, he's not here. He's long since dead, I'm sure. But the guy that I play all the time, called a wheezing guy who uh, was supposedly the CIA agent and talks about hanging out with, with Truman and Eisenhower and meeting the aliens and stuff, which again, that's becoming more plausible. But he said all this when he was just about dead, you know, and he wheezed it out. And so I'm wondering, if is that the same as this, uh, as this uh, Israeli science chief? You know, is he also doing the... Oh, we had uh, an agreement with, uh, you know, the uh, the aliens that uh, they would um, give us iPhones and uh, we would let them, uh, you know, uh, cut up the cattle and uh, you know they signed they they signed the uh, the contract uh, in triplicate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Enough, enough. Uh, so I don't know. This guy's eighty-seven, and he's doing that. That the the CIA guy was like a hundred. I I don't know what the deal is with saying this stuff right before you kick it. Is it to just go out with a bang and make people think? Is it because you just want them to believe this stuff, or is it because really you just got to get it off your chest before you go? You know, walking around with the weight of the world, of this world and of alien worlds on my shoulder uh, through this lifetime. And I, I, got, I got to tell somebody before I die. I don't know. But let's also think about this. He says that this group of aliens is actually called the Galactic Federation. Which is funny because that, that comes from, uh, or is related to two different science fiction groups of, of, uh, of aliens, very different. The first would be the first galactic empire, which was, of course, the, uh, the bad guys in all of Star Wars. And then you got the uh, United Federation of Planets from Star Trek, right? It's, all, uh, it's a bunch of humans and aliens working for a mutual advantage, exploring worlds where no one has gone before, new life and new civilizations. Boldly going. So, you know, I'm going to assume because these people, these aliens that this guy says are looking to understand the, the fabric of space and time and stuff, that they're probably closer to the Star Trek. But it also begs the question, are, is there, are they just the greys? Or are there actually more alien species? The kind that I'm always saying, ah, no, 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 I'm not going to talk about that. 
Nordics, reptilians, stuff like that. You know, I always focus on grays because I think that's the most likely. But if it's a galactic federation that kind of like insinuates that there's more than one type of alien in this galactic federation. So that is the that is the latest. But the other thing is, like I was saying before, this was on all of the national news. Newsweek, NBC, CNN, Fox, New York Times, every single thing. You name it, of all of your favorite or uh, hated mainstream media outlets, this was on them. This was on the popular mechanics, even, I think was one of the first to run this. We got, uh, I'm just looking here, Newsweek, yep, like I said, uh, NBC, The New Yorker, and and they don't even write, they write like, you know, that's like highbrow stuff. And even they're talking about goddamn aliens at this point. Which leads me to, so make make what you will of that. I'm sure more will develop. They'll, they'll keep being these stories until at some point, at some point, somebody is going to have to spill the beans. Because we also have Space Force. I forgot to mention Space Force. Space Force was created to, you know, defend national security and no one really understood what from what defend national security from from what threat Russian missiles and stuff guided missiles because we know that the Russians and the Japanese, they get Chinese, they got all kinds of crazy shit in space, all kinds of weird missiles and, and, and things like that. But a space force, you know, of people, an offshoot, a son of the Air Force, if you will instead of just technology, like Reagan's Star Wars program was a missile defense program. It was very specific and it was not, it was not human beings, you know, flying around in spaceships and stuff. It was, it was just a, like a satellite based defense system to stop uh, a nuclear attack from the Russians or early warning system. I think it was actually to shoot them down, but whatever, it's, it's neither here nor there. Space Force is not that. Space Force is, is an army of people in space. So, do we have a contract signed in triplicate? Are there no aliens? Or are there uh, aliens that are a threat that, that Space Force has got to keep a fucking eye on? Or maybe Donald Trump just didn't like the aliens, even though we did have you know, signed paperwork with them saying that they'll do this and we'll do that. Maybe he said, you know, when they were out of the office, he said, I don't fucking trust those guys. I want to make a fucking Space Force. To get rid of them. <laughs> I don't know what kind of voice that is, but uh, just pretend it was Donald Trump. Because, you know, maybe that's what it was. He just didn't trust the slimy fucks. And he decided to make Space Force take them down. Because they're obviously flying around our planet all the time, as evidenced by the stuff we've seen in the Navy pilot videos. There's another weird thing. And that was that recently there was a a picture taken of a very bizarre unidentified flying object or UAP that uh, that was making the rounds. And again, again, on big news, not just on your, your Billings, Montana TV station, but on big news. So this was, it just released the picture, but it, it was actually taken in 2018. And it's, uh, it was taken by a military pilot and uh, it was investigated by the, uh, the uh, UFO task force 
aforementioned. And uh, it's just, uh, it's leaked out now. And it's a pretty high quality picture of something that they call, they say that it's it's cubed shaped. This is what the uh, the UFO task force has said. And apparently, you know, Congress has seen this and everything. I, to me, it looks like, and you can look it up, just look up, uh, you know, UFO from 2018 military. I don't know, whatever, you know, you know how to search Google. I don't need to fucking tell you. I don't need to teach you it. Uh, this thing, it, to me, it looks like like a transformer it looks face shape. It, like it looks like the shape of uh, Optimus Prime's head. But nevertheless, they say it's it's cube shape and stuff. And uh, some of the possible reasons given for it was that it was a GPS uh, sensor that fell off a parachute that uh, provides information on the uh, direction of storms. Sounds to me. Sounds to me a lot like fucking weather balloon. I'm just saying parachute weather weather balloon. Uh, eh, nevertheless, uh, as um, many people have pointed out, even uh, news outlets who have run this, they have said there is uh, absolutely no visible uh, parachute or anything like that. The military did not report any sort of parachute or a balloon. They just reported and photographed the goddamn triangular or cube-shaped or transformer-shaped object. You can go and decide for yourself. I guess it'll be like a little bit of a UFO Rorschach test. What do you see in this? What do you see in this, Mikey? You see a transformer there? You You see a box? You see a little triangle? Devil horns? What do you think? Weather balloon? I don't know. Go go take a look at it and uh, and 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 discover for yourself. Decide for yourself. Now, there's one other item that I want to talk about in regards to aliens and them possibly being here now, signed deals, and and clearly their ships being constantly photographed by the military. Uh, but before I do, I, I do want to get back to what I said in the beginning that I was going to recommend an Audible book. And so just to take a very quick detour, I think you should check out with your free trial of Audible, which you can get from pop, uh, audibletrial.com slash Aliens. audibletrial.com slash Aliens. 30 days, check out a book I highly recommend. If you're a Star Wars fan at all, and if like me, you have been negatively affected by all of the, the horse shit that's been said and, and has gone on since uh, the last Jedi came out and, and, and even to today when, 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 you know, some fans want Gina Carano to get fired because she's a conservative and other fans want uh, Rosario Dawson to, to, to get fired because she got in some sort of a thing with a, with, with a trans person that she uh, apologized for a million times and, and the person dropped the charges and it really wasn't that big of a deal at all. But people want to cancel people. So, both sides, the right and the left, want to cancel people from Star Wars for whatever reasons they can possibly fucking think of. And this shit's been happening since 2017. There's a book called Why We Love Star Wars, and it's by the great Ken Knapsack, who is basically a professional Star Wars fan. Uh, he's got a podcast called Force Center and, you know, whatever. Why We Love Star Wars by Ken Knapsack. Check it out on Audible. If you have Audible, check it out. If you don't have Audible, audibletrial.com slash pop talk and aliens. Now back to said aliens. Monoliths. These fucking monoliths everywhere. Have you heard 
about these monoliths? I don't know. I'm asking you rhetorically. You can't obviously answer me directly right now at this second. I didn't know that these monoliths were popping up all over the world because I stay away from the news because of the coronavirus that I don't want to hear about all the time. So I, you know, I, I don't pay too much attention to the news. I look up alien stuff, but the monoliths were not going through my little uh, specially curated news filter of, of alien stuff that I look up and post on Instagram, which by the way, follow us at Instagram. Uh, it's at Pop Talking Aliens. I always post uh, article headlines and, and pictures of UFOs and, and stuff like that. And, and we all have a great time commenting it, uh, commenting on it and laughing about it. And for this monolith thing, I actually put a picture and a headline about monoliths popping up all over the United States and the world now. And I asked people, I said, are these of alien descent? Are they of some sort of other descent? Or are they just fucking people making monolith things and sticking them places in the dead of night? Uh, the overwhelming majority of responses to that question was that uh, people did not believe that they were aliens. And, you know, keep in mind that uh, those of you and those of they who follow Pop Talking Aliens on Instagram tend to be of the persuasion uh, of aliens as, uh, as I am on the show. So uh, even for them, they were finding it a, a bit far-fetched. But what is interesting to me is the the sheer volume of these monoliths and uh you know if i don't mean to be insulting but if you're wondering what a monolith is it's uh it's, it's like a a big stone big column it's basically it it's a huge column uh, usually of stone uh it, yeah i don't know i feel so insulting just saying what it is like, what the fuck? I turn on this guy's show, you know, I want to hear about aliens, right? He's going to talk about, uh, he's going to talk about that, that, that Israeli guy who was going on and on about the Galactic Empire, Galactic Federation of Aliens, whatever it is. And uh, then he starts explaining to me like the most basic uh, structures available on the face of the earth. Like I've fucking seen 2001 with the monolith. I've seen Planet of the Apes with the monolith or... Actually, the monolith, the monolith is only in 2001. It's not also in Planet of the Apes. I'm just thinking of it because of the apes. In, uh, yeah, in 2001, and there's all the apes and they see the monolith, uh, which is apparently from an alien. Uh, no one can really figure it out. That's part of that movie, just like no one can really figure out that movie. But anyway, the first one appeared in Utah about uh, just a few weeks ago in November. And it was in the desert, and apparently there is a, a video of, of some people picking it up and moving it or something, so I, I guess it, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, then there was one in Romania a couple days later. There was one discovered in California. There's one in Nevada, the Netherlands, fucking England, Colorado, Colombia had one. I think that's it. Um I'm, the, my computer window is open to the definition of monolith as opposed to actual news about the monoliths. Uh, but let me click over and I can tell you from an article in Newsweek, because again, all this crazy shit is national news now. Anything goes, anything goes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk in my next episode about 
some of the possible reasons that aliens are now totally normal to have in the news. Monoliths, crazy stuff. Whereas back before 2012, not so much. Like I said, in 2015, even when I started this podcast, not so much, but skewing, skewing to that. And possibly because we skewed into an alternate timeline in 2012 and now we are living in a different reality than we were currently on course for. Uh, I'll get into that in the next episode. It'll be the big end of the year episode. It was going to be this one, but this fucking guy comes out and starts talking about the Galactic Federation of Aliens and how we have a base on Mars where there's American astronauts and alien astronauts playing fucking Texas Hold'em and Trump knows about it. Nobody's talking. You know, I had to do an episode about that. Plus the monoliths. Uh, But anyway, uh, no one has taken credit for the monoliths. The aliens certainly haven't. Because again, just to reiterate before we finish up about all the all alien stuff that we've been talking about in this episode, the aliens have told Trump and the Israeli guy and whoever else that they don't want us to know about them yet because they don't feel we're ready. I mentioned that before, but they think it'll cause mass hysteria, which is to me is fucking hilarious. Because if there's anything that could be causing mass hysteria, and if there is mass hysteria, it's already happening because of coronavirus. It's already, it's already there. It's already here, okay? People climbing up telephone poles, digging holes in the ground, punching themselves in the head, mass hysteria, people blowing up social media, uh, and rioting in the streets and stuff all the time. It's already here. You can't get more mass hysteria. If anything, it would calm us down. Like I was talking about with the Reagan speech, if, if anything... If anything, these aliens should right now, right now. Charlie Crabtree and I talked about this on our last episode or a couple of episodes ago. It's like, this is the time if you're an alien species to say, oh, hey, we're here. We're here. Okay. We didn't cause the virus and stuff. We don't know what to do about it either. We're still trying to figure out the fabric of space and time, but we're here. You're not alone in the universe. You know, let's, uh, let's think about something else instead. Oh, don't tell them. Don't tell them. <sighs> You know, we'll tell them with monoliths, but so far, no, they have not taken credit for the monoliths. And the, and the only thing, and a lot of people, this is what they were saying on the Instagram, which again, at Pop Talking Aliens, uh, they were saying it's, it's artists that are making these things. And now they're just copycats that are doing them in the Netherlands and Colombia and everything. Uh, but there, there is a group of artists called uh, the most famous artist, and they're not claiming uh, responsibility for them, but they are selling uh, quote unquote authentic alien monoliths for $45,000. And the group's founder, Matty Moe, said they were not the creator of the monoliths and they were not responsible for the removal of any monoliths. Uh, but he did say, I have a globally distributed studio capable of this. We've done headline worth projects like this. We have produced monoliths in my studio. And we are selling monoliths. So they're capitalizing on uh, these monoliths. They s- say that they didn't make them. Uh, but they, uh, <laughs> they, they, are, they are called the most famous artist and are selling authentic, quote unquote, authentic alien monoliths for 45 grand a pop. Doesn't say how big they are. I, I hope that these things are made out of like fucking alien type stone and they're huge and that they fucking creep apes out and stuff like that. 
if I'm going to pay 45 grand for a goddamned monolith. <laughs> so that's, that's the monoliths for you. That is the latest and greatest on UFOs. It's not just UFOs this time, like it was with the Navy pilots and everything. It's not just Space Force. It is a high-ranking, is, is chief of, of, of space exploration scientist from Israel, which is not a third-world country, saying that we have aliens here, we have a deal with them, we let them experiment, and, and they, apparently they give us technology. Again, he did not mention that, but that's that's how the story has gone over the decades. We've got that. We've got new pictures of UFOs that have been vetted by the uh, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. And we've got monoliths, which may or may not be related. And we have the old legend of Majestic 12, which is sounding less and less like a legend and sounding more and more to me like something that did exist in some form. Maybe it wasn't as as secret and as blue ribbon and as upper crust as they always have said it was. But I think there was definitely something. Definitely something. And they called it Madge 12. That was like its nickname. Bob Lazar's... Uh, Security badge when he worked at Area 51 supposedly said Madge on it. So you can you can make whatever kind of connection you want there. Maybe it was some sort of derivative since the Majestic 12 were formed around the same time as Area 51. And they supposedly brokered this deal with the aliens. And the aliens gave us the stuff that we could make the B-2 bombers and stuff. And those were made at Area 51. And so, you know, Madge just carried over to that. So... You can tell a story here that makes sense. It, it makes more and more sense every time some guy comes out with this, you know, we, uh, I, you know, it's, uh, the contract took it to a notary public. And, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, let's, uh, I, I will go out with that, with my shitty imitation of Wheezy Guy and my shitty imitation of Donald Trump and but hopefully my not too shitty telling you of this new information and this new UFO stuff and a little bit of background on the Majestic 12 and how they may have been the predecessor the the grandfather of the new alien task force and may have brokered this original deal that still exists between us and the aliens but we're just not ready to know about yet we're not ready folks we're not ready to know about it we're we're, we're, we're not ready for any of the shit that's happening right now. We're not ready for a contested national election. We're not ready for the aforementioned, I'm not going to say the name of it again, but you know what it is, the goddamn disease. We're not ready for civil war. And so, actually, I think we probably are ready for aliens more than any of what we're already being uh, uh, given on a daily basis. If we're ready for anything, we're ready for aliens. So I think it's the opposite. So I think the Galactic Empire Federation of Aliens needs to fucking reconsider. And uh, if whoever the fuck is president <laughs> in a month should sit down with these guys and say, listen, we are in a, an unprecedented time in this, in this world, not just this country, but this entire world. 
So if you're ever going to show your faces, you better do it now. And I'll make you a deal. If you show your faces, I'll release all those criminal aliens that we have stuffed underground in New Mexico into your custody and you can deal with them because we are sick of them shooting our own soldiers. So you can have them. We give them complete amnesty, hand them over to you. You deal with them. You reveal yourself to the public. And you know what? If they say no, fucking do it anyway. Okay, Mr. President, whomever you will be, cue the hot chick. Pop Talk and Aliens, the William Clear Podcast.